Hi everybody, the complex PTSD guy here. Uh, I'll start out by saying that I'm not a doctor or psychologist. I'm just a guy living with complex PTSD and I'm sharing my own life experiences and ideas. I want to share a little bit more of what I recently learned regarding the topic of your repressed self or your subconscious and how it affects your life and coming to terms with that part of yourself. As I mentioned in my last podcast, this is known as your shadow, according to the psychiatrist Carl Jung. I will say I think this relates well to PTSD and complex PTSD, because I know for me personally, I have 100% dealt with this for over 20 years. So maybe this relates to you too. I, th- I think it would relate to everybody, to be quite honest. Parts of my own repressed self They stem directly from childhood, and this totally relates to my complex PTSD and my own self-sabotage as an adult. I can think of about three particular repressed parts of myself. One is my selfish side. Another is my side that craves escapism or out-of-control desires. And the third is what I call my little villain in my head, which holds offensive or negative thoughts about life. I believe these all stem from my childhood because these were all my escape routes for getting away from pain or trauma, and some were forms of negative attention. They became repressed aspects for the most part, partly due to the fact that in society you really can't behave this way and expect to get away with it with no consequences. And the other part is they are, they are not nice aspects. And it isn't healthy to behave in those ways because they're all self-destructive. I will explain in a little bit why you shouldn't think of these traits as bad or evil. There's a video on YouTube. It's by the same YouTuber that I mentioned in my past podcast. Their name is a German word and it's spelled E-I-N-Z-E-L-G-A-N-G-E-R. Pronounced Einzelganga. It's a German word that means loner. The video itself is titled, Ending Your Inner Civil War, Carl Jung's Philosophy. I thought it was interesting that their name was Loner, because much of my self-sabotage stems not just from my repressed personas, but also from my isolation, being a loner in my adult life. Most of my isolation has really been in the last three or four years. Before that, I was much more active, hung out with friends, went to parties, was really very active in my 20s and early 30s. But the last three or four years, I've definitely isolated. I know of three key reasons that I began isolating. One is I feared the people I grew up around after a traumatic experience in 2017. The trauma actually happened to someone I grew up with, and after witnessing the depth of neglect and lack of love that my loved ones had for that person... It was frankly quite shocking and had profound effects on my whole concept of who I am, how I was raised, and who others are as well. For a few years, I lost all faith in humanity. I began isolating from these loved ones after that. It's just in recent years that I have began talking to some of them again. The second reason, around the same time I started isolating from my, my friends as well, because I came to the realization that many of my closest friends were in emotionally 
manipulative relationships I guess you could say abusive emotionally abusive but I like the word manipulative because that's how it feels that started in about 2018 and I it wasn't all of my friends but it was two of my closest friends um a few of our other mutual friends had pointed this out to me and I came to the conclusion that I think they're right this made me question my own judgment And it made me want to just isolate because I didn't trust my judgment of who I should surround myself with anymore. And that's a really, really bad thing when you don't trust your own judgment. I've just recently started to begin to trust it again. My third reason, this relates to my personal relationships like who I date. I've tended to date people who I was later informed were either liars or they were somewhat criminal Each time I had to find out the hard way, or again, a friend would point it out to me. This made me want to just not even try to date, but that doesn't really work because we're all human, and humans need companionship, whether they think they do or not. So if you cut off the concept of dating or being in a relationship, your companionship is most likely going to be purely sexual. And that doesn't always work out so well, because that can lead to relationships that are just as unhealthy as being with a liar or someone with maybe a criminal element it's always important to think of the repercussions of our decisions i think all three of these reasons stem from growing up that way so i like to use the phrase this is a phrase i came up with i spoke the language of abuse like people that i grew up around and then my friends or maybe the the language of neglect but this isn't about blame because that doesn't help you grow This is about being aware where it comes from and trying to create better spaces for yourself. But back to the topic. In the YouTube video, the presenter talked about a movie that is honestly probably my favorite movie of all time. I think it's a masterpiece. Even though I don't own this DVD of it anymore. The movie is called Fight Club. The presenter talked about how in this movie and in the TV show Breaking Bad, both of the main characters fall victim to their repressed selves. I have never seen Breaking Bad, so I will focus solely on Fight Club. In that movie, the main character is basically just existing and working and existing. He feels burned out by life and desires to be a wild, promiscuous, outrageous leader and someone who will change the world. He wants to become a fighter. So his alter ego, who is played by Brad Pitt, emerges. This alter ego, or repressed self, is named Tyler Durden. The main character eventually becomes the leader of what I would consider almost like an army of men who want to fight each other brutally, and they become sort of a cult and will do anything Tyler says, including destroying society. The men in the club were all wanting a male role model, and Tyler happened to be it. Tyler basically became his own male role model as well. But Tyler as the role model is the repressed self, and he's it's his self-destructive self. The point is the main character succumbs to his shadow, as Carl Jung would call it. On a side note, I think two huge reasons I relate to this music, this movie, is that I crave that concept of escapism probably more than anything else. And the movie is totally about escapism. So it's important for me to acknowledge it, understand where it came from, and let it go. 
I think that the other huge reason I relate to Fight Club is that my own primary role model growing up was a toxic role model. Kind of like Tony and the Sopranos, or the dad on a new show called Yellowstone. They have rules, but the way they go about implementing their rules is tragic. They're really like modern-day Greek tragedies, in my opinion, and I think that's why they're so successful. Positive male role models would be like Mr. Miyagi from The Karate Kid or Robin Williams in Dead Poets Society. I would have to say that in my current life, my personal trainer, who I worked with earlier this year, and a guy who helps me with my addictions, those are my two positive male role models. And a big part is because they're consistent, they're mentally healthy, they're goal-oriented, and they never give up, ever. Getting back to the topic now, when I feel like I'm getting ahead in life, my repressed cells sabotage my plans, and I've frequently fallen victim to that. Those three repressed qualities I mentioned emerge in my adult life like this. My selfish side emerges through isolating because whether I believe it or not, people miss me when I isolate from them. Isolating also does not require me to listen or feel for others because I'm not around them. And that's also a selfish quality. My side that craves escapism or out-of-control desires emerges through drinking or sex. A world with no rules, basically. The other side to that is there are, there are rules. And sometimes if you behave as if there aren't rules, you learn the hard way about the rules. My side that holds offensive or negative thoughts about life emerges when I put my foot in my mouth or have thoughts of hurting myself. If you use this aspect in a constructive way, it can, it can make a great stand-up comedy. Many comedians struggle with depression or harmful thoughts, but they find great ways of making light of it. The YouTube video I mentioned has an even better way of coping with it, though, which I will mention shortly. So any repressed aspects of yourself can be brought to terms. The video points out, though, that understanding your subconscious is difficult. The vast majority of our psyche is beyond our reach, and self-acceptance is easy to understand but difficult to execute. I'm going to quote a few sentences from the video. This is Carl Jung quoted by Alan Watts. The acceptance of the shadow side of nature verges on the impossible. Consider for a moment what it means to grant the right of existence to what is unreasonable, senseless, and evil. Exclamation point. It also says, the extreme opposites, meaning our conscious versus our repressed selves, our extreme opposites need to be acknowledged and reconciled because what is considered good has kept evil, evil. So like I said earlier, my shadow side became my shadow for the most part, partly due to the fact that in society, you really can't behave this way and expect to get away with it without consequences. And the other part is they aren't nice aspect and it isn't healthy to behave in those ways because they're self-destructive. So I'm going to read this part again. The extreme opposites need to be acknowledged and reconciled because what is considered good has kept evil evil. But it's important to not consider it bad that you ever held these repressed selves. The way of coping, according to the video, it says in order for the good to stop keeping evil as evil, the evil must be turned to good. 
meaning when you accept that these are part of you you can then think of why you ever why they were ever there to begin with and know that you don't have to fall victim to them acknowledge them think about them understand them and then let them go like a dam holding water you remove the dam and say i'm okay and these are parts of myself that don't need that i don't need to think of as bad anymore I just need to acknowledge them, understand them, and then peacefully let them go. That's all I wanted to share for today. This is a complex PTSD guy signing off.